Our message today is meant to be an encouraging message from God's Word. I hope to give you some truths today that will strengthen you and encourage you um, as you face life. We're going to look in Exodus chapter 1, and we're going to read verses 13 down through verse 22. The Bible says in verse 13, And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. That means they served very difficult circumstances. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick, in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shifra, and the name of the other Hua. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him, but if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. So here we have a story about the children of Israel who are living in captivity, slaves to the Egyptian people. And the Bible says they're being very poorly treated. And the king of Egypt, he feared that the Hebrew people would overpopulate and would get to the point where they would take over the land. And so he came up with a scheme that he would kill every male child of the Hebrew children. And he commanded these midwives, these ladies who helped in the childbirthing process that took care of women when they were delivering their children, he commanded them to kill all the male children. But the Bible says in verse 17 that the midwives feared God and they disobeyed the king. And they did not kill the men children, but they kept them alive. What a great testimony of these women that they would fear God and put their own lives at risk and disobey the king. Verse 18, and the king, king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have you done this thing and have saved the men children alive? And the midwives said unto to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they're lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. He said, Hey, we, we couldn't help it. They were just giving birth and they were having their children. We didn't even know what happened. Therefore, God dealt well with the midwives. Verse 20, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. The Bible says that God blessed these midwives because they feared him instead of fearing the king. They obeyed God rather than man. And God even built them houses. He blessed them materially because of the good that they did. In verse 22, And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born, you, you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. I want to give you 
four truths today from this story um, that I think can help you and encourage you as you face the challenges of your life. You know, man, we all need encouragement. We need instruction. We need teaching, but we also need encouragement to do right and to keep going in a Christian life. The first truth is this. God is not handcuffed by the decrees of man. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Well, to be handcuffed, that's when the police, they put cuffs on your hands and they immobilize you. Typically, they put your hands behind your back, they put cuffs on you, and it puts you in a place where you're not able to do with so much. And what I'm saying is, God is not limited by the authorities or the rules and the laws that men make. God is not bound to obey the king of Egypt. Pharaoh made a decree. He made a law that all the men children were to be killed. The midwives refused to cooperate. They feared God. The midwives said, you know what? You know what? Pharaoh's a mighty man. He's a great king. He's a man of great authority. They said, but you know what? God is not limited by Pharaoh. God is greater than Pharaoh. And God is the one that we're going to choose to fear. We will not take the life of these children. We will not do wrong because God is not handcuffed by the decrees of man. And as you go through your life, and as you try to live for God, and you try to do what right, do what's right, you're going to run into situations where people tell you to do wrong, where people tell you to go against God, where people try to strike fear in your heart and to make you obey their wishes and desires against the will of God. And I'm saying to you, God is not limited by the laws of man. Always keep that in mind and always obey God. The Bible says we should obey the higher authority. We should obey God first. Truth number two. God uses uncertain times to do amazing things. Could you imagine being a Hebrew mother during this time? All of these mothers would have been well aware that the king of Egypt had said to kill their sons. Can you imagine the feeling that will come over you when you hear such a decree? Can you imagine right now you're living in Ghana and the, the government says, kill every male child that's born. What would go through your mind, mother? As that little baby kicks around in your, in, your, in your stomach area, in your womb, and you wonder, is it a girl, is it a boy? If it's a boy, they're going to kill my son. What would that do for you? What, what would that do for you, Dad, knowing that someone's going to try to kill your son? Anxiousness and fear certainly would grip your heart. What is to become of us? What is to become of our people 
if they're going to kill all of our male children. That would be a time of uncertainty, a time of fear. But God does amazing things in times of uncertainty. And we need to always keep that in mind. This was an uncertain time for the Hebrew people, but God had a plan. God was doing something. One of those little boys would be a man named Moses. And he would be put into like a small little boat, the Bible calls an ark. And he would be put into the river and one day Pharaoh's daughter would fetch him out of the water and would raise him in the palace. And one day he would side with God's people and he would lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. In uncertain times, God is working. In uncertain times, God is doing something. In uncertain times, God is not handcuffed. He's not limited. He is still God. He can still protect you. He can still be your buckler and your shield. He can still be your high tower, your harbor of peace. We do not have to be anxious and fearful in uncertain times because we have a God that's bigger than everything. And so when trouble comes and uncertainty comes, don't let that fear grip your heart. Just keep on doing right, knowing God is not handcuffed and God does amazing things during uncertain times. Truth number three. God partners with people who fear God and act extraordinarily. They don't do the ordinary, they do the extraordinary. God used those midwives and blessed them. The Bible says he built them houses. Why? Because they feared God. These midwives made it into the great history book, the only book in this world that we can truly, truly put our confidence in as world history, proven over and over and over and again to be accurate and true. Lied about by many, but never proven to be false. It's science and it's history, unblameable. And in the history book, the greatest history book the world's ever known, these midwives are written down. Their extraordinary act, their great act of faith is written down in the annals of the Bible because they were people who feared God and did extraordinary things. And that's the people God wants to partner with. No, sir, obeying the decrees of human authority is not always the right thing to do. It's not always right to obey human authorities. When human authorities are wrong, obey God. When man tells you to do wrong, do right. That's what the Bible teaches us. Do right. Do right till the stars fall. It's not okay to do wrong because someone who's in authority tells you to do it. You still have an obligation to do right. And that is the people God partners with. He partners with people who fear Him. And God is going to put us to the test. God likes to put us to the test. 
The Bible says, count it all joy when you've entered into diverse temptations, when you have entered into trouble, when you've entered into the trial, when your faith is being tested. God wants to see, what are you going to do? Are you going to be a person of faith and fear God? Or are you going to fear man? You're going to feel fear man's authority and do what man wants you to do. God partners with those who fear Him and do extraordinary things. Truth number four. If there's no great danger, then there's no great deliverance. If there's no great danger, there's no great deliverance. God, if God were a movie producer, he would not be in the business of producing comedy. He'd be in the business of producing action and drama. God is, is in the business of putting us in positions where we will need Him to act on our behalf. That's what God does. He's constantly putting His people in a position where they need Him. I think about when the children of Israel left Egypt. God told them to leave Egypt, leave Egypt, and He led them. He led them, the Bible says, with a pillar of fire by day, by night, and a pillar of a cloud by day. He literally told them, go this way. And as they followed God, they found themselves on a beach at the Red Sea. And they found themselves surrounded by mountains on this side, the sea at their back, and only one way in and one way out, and Pharaoh's army coming right at them. God put them in that position. He loves to put His people in positions where they need Him to act on their behalf. And at the last minute, God says, all right, part that Red Sea. You guys go across on dry land. The Bible's filled with stories like this where people need God to act. And so if there's no great danger, there's no great deliverance. And there's no great story. There's no great thrill. There's no great reward unless there's great danger. God's will puts us in positions where we will need to pray and fast and seek His face and beg Him. There's always hope in the greatest of dangers. I'm trying to encourage you this morning. I'm using this story of these Hebrew women who had been told that their children would, would be killed and the stories of these heroes, these midwives who said, we won't do that, we'll fear God. And I want you to understand these four truths. I'll review them with you. Number one, God is not limited. He's not handcuffed by the laws that men make. Number two, God uses uncertain times to do amazing things. So when times of uncertainty and trouble come, have faith. Don't fear. Number three, God partners with people who fear Him and, and act extraordinarily. That means when uncertainty comes, act in faith and keep doing what's right. 
And number four, there's no great danger, there's no great deliverance. And so when the times of uncertainty come, do right knowing God's going to do something great. God's going to put our back to the wall and he's going to put us in a situation where it looks like there's no way out. And that's when it really gets good because that's when we get to see God do his great works. I hope that you allow God to do something great in your life and that when difficulties and uncertainties come, that you'll stay faithful, that you'll fear God more than man, and you'll fear God more than your circumstances, and that you won't get out of the way, but you'll continue to follow God, knowing that God can and will come through in your life. I appreciate you tuning in to the Fundamental Hour. We're here every Sunday morning from 6 to 6.30. The major reason that we come on to this broadcast is so that people can know for sure that if they died, they'd go to heaven. I'd like to encourage you, if you have any doubts as to whether you would go to heaven, let me encourage you today to please contact us. We can send you literature. We can talk to you on the phone. We can visit you if you're near us. Or if you're far from us and we know someone, maybe we could send them to visit you. Perhaps. But we'd like to help you to know for sure that if you die, that you'd go to heaven. Please don't go to hell having seen this program. Because our primary message is that Jesus saves and you can be saved. And I would encourage you to contact us. We have many social media platforms. You can call us on the phone. We'd love to hear from you. If you live in the Kamasi area, please come visit us in church. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. God bless you. We'll see you next time.